I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP podcast. Woo! Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP podcast. You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast. Stan C., Roe Moran, and Raf Kamas together again with a working mic. Yes! Yay! Full equipment. Yes. All right, so uh, rest assured, this episode room. will actually uh, come out. Your, your room is air-conditioned. Not that <laughs> Yeah, but this one will actually come out well, uh, you know, much like a lot of the other episodes. Better so. recorded! My apologies for not uh, bringing the mic for Kamas to get it's last fine, week. So it's fine. the show the show got out. The message. Well, got the, out. the MWF review got out. There were some bits that we were supposed to talk about last week. Now we weren't able to. So really quickly, stuff like this. Let's <laughs> let's touch on uh, the passing of Bruno San Martino. Uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. did pay tribute to him on Raw. Uh, I thought that was a classy gesture. AJPW mm-hmm. did a tribute for him also. Okay, which is nice. I think uh, the the one thing that I'm ha- I, I guess that, that gives me comfort as a wrestling fan is nagkaayos sina Bruno and Vince before Bruno yeah. passed. Mm-hmm. And unlike there was a, Andre, there was a lot unlike of Macho Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Andre didn't fall out. Andre didn't no, fall out. No, there was. Oh, okay, Andre sorry. died. <laughs> no, there, yeah, Andre. there was also a fallout between Andre and Vince. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You watch the docu. Yeah, you watch the docu. Yeah, so watch uh, the docu if you haven't yet. Yeah, so um, you know, unlike say Macho Man, they never resolve those issues. Uh, then again, it comes from Bruno. Then coming from a time when the lifestyle of pro wrestlers was very different from how it was in the drug fuel days of the seventies, eighties, and nineties, yeah. and you know the two thousand. So yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Um, we also got new theme music from Sh- for oh, Shinsuke yeah, yeah, Nakamura. Yeah, yeah. Ah! Which the internet is talking about. So good. Okay, so the lyrics are actually out there. There there are some translations that are out on the internet already. I can't remember them off the top of my head. I can only remember the chorus, which is basically, do you understand my power? And he just Mm. says that over and over. I love the the band that they got. I thought Bagay Sila for everything that they wanted to put together. And they ripped, off, they ripped off the cover band that did the, the, um, what's it? Um, I know. What what is the, what is this NJPW theme? Sub subconscious. Subconscious. They did, they they ripped the concept off of the subconscious cover band. Okay. But it's so good, mm. so well executed. Mm. I love it. It's such a heel move for them to do, mm. and that they got Japanese rappers to do it. No, it's not a Japanese rapper. It's, it's like Japanese, Japanese metal. New metal. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're yeah. kind of like Japanese Linkin Park, uh, which is weird because uh, Mike Shinoda is Japanese, uh, but you get what I mean. Uh, Right, so okay, so um, obviously, if you want to dissect how heelish that theme is, one, uh, you can't sing along to it much anymore because the lyrics will overpower the violins. Mm. So there's that. Second, the lyrics are so audacious, and they're in it your fits. face. It fits, it fits the, the new demeanor of Nakamura, and um, it, it's up there. Like I would say that it just took the spot for best theme this year from uh, EC3 or Ricochet. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I would, I would, I would. Yeah, it's it's in that running. So, so I'm just waiting rewards. for the fu- I'm just waiting for the full song to be uploaded. Then you can expect a dissection on TSD on Smart mm. Henry when we get there. When we get there, yeah. Right? Any other things? Oh, uh, the, you were, you guys were supposed to talk about the you know, another superstar shakeup. Uh, yeah, but we're here. Yeah, but we're, we're here, here now. And, we're here and, now. It's no, kind no, of like the dust no, has kind of settled. No, 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 not yet. Let's just not go it's, into it's it. Getting there. Thomas, it's getting let's there. just go into it again after the Greatest Royal Rumble because I'm sure if. Things happen like if certain results happen, like let's say Samoa Joe wins the, the Intercontinental Championship, or if like Jinder Mahal wins back from Jeff Hardy, there might be you know it some might be yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there might be some switches again. So we don't know. Yeah. I think th- this is what I hate about the schedule of WWE and how they write the superstar shakeup. Because if you remember yung, uh, the mid two thousands when the WWE draft would happen, when people get moved, they get moved. Period. Wala mm-hmm. nang Conditional na oh there's a pay per view match the winner might get moved pa yeah so like I I kind of hate this because there's still that 
uh, that uncertainty. Like, yep. I want the brands to be delineated. Yep. Masyadong pabebe pa. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. N- nandyan ka Might as well go all in. Yeah, if someone's no gonna be on SmackDown, let him stay there. Yeah, there's no reason for, like, a match made on Raw to still happen if one of the guys participating is moved to SmackDown. Yeah. Because we can already deal with the inanity of, uh, of uh, parang, okay, so he dropped the feud because he moved brands. Parang fine, yeah. tanggap ko na eh. That's wrestling logic. Yeah. Diba? yeah. Or, or, no. or, oh, Nari moved to Raw, she's now a good guy. Right? So, like, this is established wrestling logic fallacy that, you know, we, we just... We're used to. We're used to. So, whatever. We have been conditioned. So, uh, there's a pay-per-view next week. How about is Backlash next week? Backlash or is no, no, no. Weeks? a week after. Week after next, but I, oh, wait, wait, I've lost yeah, yeah, it's it's in it's next week, it's May seven. Oh, there. Seven? So it's in Already? it's in yes. a couple of weeks. Yes, it is. And no, then no, it's next week. no, it is next week. It is the Sunday after. Yeah, mm-hmm. next week. Next week is May uh, May one, April. No, this this so coming. Two weeks, this coming. Yeah. No, two weekends. Two weekends. Technically two weekends. next week. Technically next week. Anyway. Uh, you know, without getting too much into technicalities of next week and whatnot, yeah. we have uh, the greatest up. Royal Rumble up. to look forward to as well. And like, I'm, oh. I don't know what to feel about this because, for one thing, it's an additional show that we have to watch. Mm-hmm. But it is not a glorified house show at this point. It is a glorified house. It show. is still it's a glorified really house show. Glorified. Yeah. Um, what makes this weird is they took out your supposed. Uh, cause of fatigue, which is in two pay-per-views a month, yeah. and yet we kind of are getting it anyway, mm. right? With this, mm-hmm. with, with something like this, and it's not even like a single brand show. It's it's a it's a everyone. It's everyone. Ten show, uh, ten matches, and you even have uh, free agents, which I say with air quotes, in the form of say Ray and the great Kali. They're gonna be participating there. Jericho, so, uh, technically Jericho. he's on SmackDown. Oh, okay. So sobrang gulanya, and it really is just very confusing. Um, before we dive into predictions, I want to talk about. Uh, Yung the the bigger picture here, because one of the re- one of the reasons why the Greatest Royal Rumble is controversial is the fact that there are no women's matches on the card. Oh, it's you know, it's, it's a cultural a, thing. It's a cultural thing. It's a consequence of having the show in Saudi Arabia, which, uh, as most of you know, is pretty conservative. Uh, but although it's getting better, but it's, getting it's better, not but there yet. Yeah, it's not really. This change doesn't happen overnight, and uh, it's them's the breaks. Eh? So there are reports coming out that uh, women will only be allowed to watch the show if they have a male companion. Yeah, yep. no, 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 male. No, no. Actually, it's the guys get access to good seats if they bring a female to the show. So, so it's you a, know, that, that's really weird. Okay, so it's not me, a good look, is what it is. Yeah, it isn't. Okay, so Wikipedia says women will be permitted to attend as fans, but only if accompanied by a male guardian. So, yeah, uh, it, it's apparently a concept in Saudi Arabia. There's an actual Wikipedia stub on male guardians under the article Women in Saudi Arabia. So it really gives you an idea of how conservative, uh, conservative that country is, right? Um, if we're going to dissect this, I think the question to ask is, is the Greatest Royal Rumble as a show worth supporting? Because like, I I, I, I'm past the point of apathy here. Like, I don't yeah. really give much of a crap for it, save for certain matches na, uh my results that I would be watching out for. But as a show, I'm not excited for this. And I think it's because, you know, parang, um, is WWE that desperate to penetrate the Middle East that they'll have to put up with this in the middle of the women's revolution? Tipong two steps forward, one step back. Is this a step backward worth taking? It is a step backward that makes sense considering that this is a 10-year partnership that they're putting together with mm-hmm. the Saudi Arabian, what is it, Sports Commission, something like that? Yeah, yeah. It's a 10-year deal. It's a boatload of money. Yes, it is. It's regular. It's kind of pretty much sponsored on their part. Yeah. Na parang, if you think about it, if you're booking, you're, you're putting together a 10-year plan. Like, just think of it from back office standpoint. Not, not considering the booking, not considering the movements, not considering storylines. 10 years... Billions and like it's Dr. Evil money. Okay. It's Dr. Evil stupid money. Yes, that, we kinda that got the idea. That they're playing with here. Mm-hmm. To do to do shows over ten years, have tryouts, have systems in place where they can bring in talent mm-hmm. from this region yeah. to represent these people in the global brand that is WWE. For a globalization standpoint, sure. Makes sense. Women's Revolution standpoint, gender equality, being at the forefront of that, there are other platforms for them to address that. So you're basically saying you're willing to sacrifice the women's evolution or the women's movement. Why am I why am I sacrificing? You're not sacrificing one show. It's a compromise. It's a compromise on foreign soil. 
Na parang, if you're dealing with the main canon, the main canon, and this is a canon show, but your main show, your main efforts, don't go unnoticed. And you can push it everywhere else. And they're already pushing it on like NXT this week. Mm. If you've seen NXT, they're pushing that women's division really hard, mm. very organically. And I like it. Is this the step backward? Maybe not. But there are other places to address it. And, you know, you do that on the network, you do that at the shows, you do that at the live shows, you give everyone a chance. But if they can't be on that show, I don't understand. No, no one is gonna no one is gonna lose Kumbaga. It's just one show. Kamas is right. It's saying that uh, it's not sacrificing women's evolution because you're going to a place that uh, basically forbids you from having women on the show. But, um, it's not really doing it out of disrespect spite. or spite yep. for women. It's just just the way things are over in Saudi. And uh, despite having the best of intentions, you can't come in and impose the way you are as West. Western as, you know, as, as a Western company coming in to provide Western entertainment. It, it's... It, you, you, I, I get the idea and you're, you're trying to be the hero saving the day. Sorry. You're trying to be the hero saving the day here, but at, at some point you have to play it by business. ear. By yep. ear. And you have to so you guys are saying that you have to play the game to get somewhere. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And, and still if it's a 10-year deal, maybe yeah. sometime down the line, maybe two, three, five years from now, maybe things will get better over in Saudi for the women to finally come over and wrestle. Yeah, because if you think about it... It's just one show. You're not killing a whole evolution by not having women yeah. on one show that you're not allowed to have them on anyway. It's not your fault. It's not like you're uh, actively preventing them from, from wrestling ever. Yeah. So... As a fan, is it wrong to support it knowing what we all know? Na parang, okay, like, you know, oh, I like women's wrestling. I want to support the Sashas and Baileys of the world, diba? Uh, am I wrong in supporting the Greatest Royal Rumble knowing that it's going to be held in a country where women are basically second-class citizens? Let's throw the question back at you, Stan. No, no, I'm throwing this out there for the sake of... Ah, okay, for, for the... Okay, I was going to say... We support, like, we we live in a country where we sort of have to put up with a misogynistic yeah, dickhead true. of a president who does not disres- who does not just disrespect women, but views them as, I don't know anymore. But it's you're not answering the question. Yeah, uh-huh. Let me get there. Let me get there. It's not as though we have to support the fact that they're not there, but you just keep supporting them anyway. That's it. That doesn't really answer the question. Because what you're saying is keep supporting these keep women. Supporting, keep supporting the women. If you want to watch the show, watch the show. It doesn't make you a bad guy. It, it doesn't make you anti-feminist by watching this show and supporting whatever result there is. Like, watch it. You don't... Like, there's... I think it also depends yeah. on where the money goes. If... if for example, we're not watching it live, so we, we don't actually like pay the the sports commission any money to to get tickets. So we're paying WWE. No, we're paying WWE to, through to, our subscription. Yeah, so who wins there? If it's WWE, fine. Okay, long. I mean, I I don't support. I don't financially support the Saudi Arabian government by watching this on the network. Yeah, I think uh, Jung. Like the, the price we pay, at least as fans on this side of the world, is let's say if we stay up late. To actually catch it live from midnight until God knows what time, three, well, four a.m. That's what British fans do. Well, yeah, it's a it's a different case. Yeah. We're talking about what's happening uh, on this side of the world, given yeah. our time zone, diba. So, like, ako as a local fan, I'm disincentivized from staying up late and actually watching this. If you know, if if I had it my way, I probably wouldn't, because. Um, you know, there really isn't much to get excited about on both the narrative standpoint and the meta narrative. But since yeah, I mentioned the narrative, let's break down the card. Let's go through this ten match card. Predictions really doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but whatever. Uh, no, no, nothing here. makes no. sense. No, no, that's not true. Some of it makes sense. Uh, some of it is uh, our, you know, some of it is some of the matches uh, make sense. A logical continuation of stuff from WrestleMania. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, some, I'll, I'll give you that. Some, not all. And then, and then you have the casket match between the Undertaker oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Rusev, course, which, you know, is yeah. parang, oh, wait. Yeah, some of it is, is typical house show fair. Right, so uh, I, I I don't know the last time a casket match was done at a house show lang. Oh, uh, yeah. But I, mean. I don't think it's it has been for a while because the Undertaker hasn't been doing house shows. Yeah, so that said, I think the Undertaker wins. Actually, like, no, I whatever. think Rusev wins. I think Rusev wins. Yeah. Okay. I think Rusev wins. No, so, Taker's never won a casket match. What? Dude, he beat Mark no, Henry he, at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, I was gonna say, wait, no. Wait, I, I read somewhere. Soon, I read somewhere in a. Oh, fake news soon. 
Undertaker. Or was it a buried alive man? Undertaker buried never alive. won a buried alive man. I, I, that I can believe. That I can believe. I feel like it's more buried alive in casket uh, match. Eh. Yeah. In the hierarchy. Because casket match, you just get rolled out. Eh. Yeah. Buried alive, there's cement involved. Okay, there's oh, a singles there's match. Involved. There's a singles match between John Cena and Triple H. Yeah, typical house show shit. Is um, Triple H fighting for the honor of Nikki Bella? <laughs> now, Cena wins this. Cena, Cena wins yeah. this. Okay. Uh, Send the crowd. Cruiserweight Championship: Cedric Alexander versus Kalista. Uh, this Cedric. felt this felt weird. This is one of those matches, but Cedric has to. Yeah, so Kalista Cedric won the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, Kalista did win the gauntlet. Okay, I, I haven't seen two hundred five. So interesting yeah. gauntlet. All right, uh, SmackDown. No, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it. Later. Yeah, later. Okay, <laughs> SmackDown Tag Team Championship match: The Bludgeon Brothers versus the Usos. Okay, this one carried over from the SmackDown storylines. Obviously, I expect to get Naomi involved somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bludgeons win. Yeah, I think the Bludgeons still win. Okay, next. Okay, this is kind of weird because it's the Raw Tag Team Championship, and then you have the Bar who are on SmackDown, and then the the leader of worlds. So I, I, I think love this. Tag I think it's team. a foregone conclusion that uh, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy win this. Uh, yeah, 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 pretty much. Wait, right? Wait, does this make if if Bray Wyatt wins this, does he become Grand Slam also? Sorry, no, just, he's never been Intercontinental yep, nor United States. Nor United States. States okay, mm-hmm. sorry, but okay. one step closer. Ooh, no, 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 yeah, I guess if he wins, yeah. yeah. Okay. Always a step closer. All right, uh, we're halfway through. Nice. <laughs> United <laughs> States Championship. It's, it's Jeff Hardy versus all. Jinder Mahal. Uh, I think Jeff retains. Jeff retains. Yeah, Jeff retains. Because there's an Orton and Shelton feud on the horizon yep. for him. Yep. Yeah, Cyan will. Yeah. Next, you have a fatal four-way ladder match for the IC Championship. It's Seth Rollins defending against Finn Balor, The Miz, and Samoa Joe. <laughs> I want to say Samoa Joe. Just for the lulls. <laughs> I want to. I want to say. I but if you go, it's Seth. Yeah, it's it's a Seth retention. Yeah. I want Finn. I want Finn. Yeah. yeah, it's either whoever is on Raw will win the match. Yes. <laughs> okay. Supposedly. Next, you have the WWE Championship match between AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. All right, uh, pull the trigger. Yeah, I, I, I'd pull say the pull trigger. the trigger here. Pull the trigger, sir. No way, no way Nakamura, I mean, no way Nakamura has been this good since the heel turn and not go home, man. Not go home. Empty-handed? So you're telling me that we're going to have two new world champions at uh, the Greatest yeah, World of the Yeah, fuck not. Give us prestige. No, yeah, yeah, send them out. Make, make Saudi happy. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know what Saudi wants, but you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure they're behind Nakamura with all the low blowing and shit. Oil. Wait, 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 no, no. AJ Styles is a Southern redneck Christian, so yes, yes Nakamura has to win. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Nakamura won, but there's some. Uh, uh, my, my gut tells me AJ retains. I'm gonna have to. Put my my gut tells me you say that Nakamura's build-up has been so good since too the, good since WrestleMania. Too good. The whole heel shtick is so good. I don't know. They're they're going all in on him being heel. Yeah. Yes. So I think there's no way he loses it. And it, it derails him. Yeah. No, I get that. I, I get that uh it, it will derail him. I just don't have faith in WWE right, to make sure. the correct right. move, all which right. is why I think AJ wins. Well Para lang may my happy ending para in Sira. Like I don't think No, I think Roman is I, happy. No, I ending. think yeah. I don't think the I, I don't think Saudi fans will cheer for Roman. No no no, no they no, will. No, you we remember? don't know. We don't know wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. No, you remember how Indian fans love fucking Roman Reigns. <laughs> yes, that's what I was gonna go for. You remember we, that we, Roman we are, Reigns? We are probably looking at a really casual crowd. That's also crowd borderline here. racist. No, 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 no. Not saying that because you know they're they're geographical neighbors. Oh. I'm saying that I am assuming that the Saudi fans are a bunch of casuals who <laughs> are willing to see who are willing to see the Samoan beat the Aryan beast. <laughs> I don't know, dude. No. I mean, like, I think no, we all agree that Roman wins, eh? So, you know, uh, because no, I, think, I still I follow the wrestling no, I logic, Saudi... I think it's AJ and uh, Roman winning. All right, sure. Here's, here's my so thing. That's, that's my pick. Here's my no, thing with this. Here's my thing with this. It's a house show, so who cares? <laughs> right. I think I think Nakamura just needs to get this over with because he stands more... Like, he, he has more to gain than AJ does winning. And... If they set this off, I agree. No, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not arguing that point. I think the that talaga is that I don't trust WWE to be that self-aware uh, with, with I, how they've built Nakamura up. That's I it. Say, I, I think this is it. Eh. I think this is it. All right. Feels right. Feels right, bud. Sure, sure. That's the same thing we said about Mania. <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania. <laughs> That's the same thing we said about Daniel Bryan. It's the same thing we said about. And then we got Bryan and Cass. It's not so bad. Yeah. Okay, uh, fifty man Royal Rumble match. Uh, I don't really care because there are no stakes. Like you get a trophy, whatever. You get a trophy, if, 
if they are as filthy casuals as I think they are, Chris Jericho wins this for the lulz. Mm, no, I, I think it's no. someone who's more kid friendly, like uh, Ray. I don't know, <laughs> not Ray. No, not Ray. Uh, you know, like Daniel Bryan, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Why Actually, not? Why I the would, fuck? I why the fuck that? not? It's okay, I, why not? But you know, you know who's my runner-up in sure. this. Sami Zayn. Okay, now for the for the okay, yeah, for that angle. Since he is the other Arab, yes, <laughs> or the, the actual roster. Arab, the actual on the Arab roster. on the roster. Yeah, with uh, Syrian thighs. Yeah, I, I think he'll actually be booked as a babyface there, Jiba. Oh, he is the babyface there. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, uh, Daniel Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn for the Royal Rumble match. Yeah, let us know what you think because uh, there really isn't much to care about with this uh, glorified house show. So hit us up. It's at the SVP Podcast. At underscore Stancy, at Caveman Camus, and at Row is War. Right now, with all of that in the rear view, let's take a look at PWR Live Traffic through the lens of our reviewer, Chino Liao, who returns this week on the podcast. What's up, guys? This is uh, Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the SGP Podcast. Another month, another PWR show, and that also means that we've got a PWR review here on the podcast. So we're bringing back our monthly PWR reviewer. Chino Liao. Hey guys, hey. Back once again. Back once again. Right, That's with the for a while. Nina man, a while. I think yeah, six, six weeks. Yes, yeah, six, six weeks. That's a while, Camus. I'm gonna miss. miss him in a while. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss <laughs> Revo X. Oh, you are. So, yeah, Why? He yes. He's going. He's going back to the motherland. I am going back. No, this is my motherland right here. But uh, I have to. Is it Chinese motherland? Technically, yes. Half of me is Chinese, so half of my motherland. But I'm side that. Yeah, she will determine the left side. The left side. Like the mother's side or the yeah, father's the, side? The father's side. Oh, it's the fatherland. Uh, so, sumakto na, no, na, you're gonna be in China while Revo X is no, I'm gonna be in the States. Oh, shit. That was good. Shut up. I'm gonna be in the States. Oh, that was early. That was early, dude. For yeah, six weeks. And then. But I'm gonna be able to catch uh, a G1 special. Yeah. If you can find tickets. If I can find tickets. That's a big if. But hopefully, fingers crossed, we can. Alright, that's good, that's good. So, yeah. so while you're here, let's make the most out of your presence and let's talk about Traffic. It's yes. the go-home show before Revolution X. It was held at 500 Shaw Zentrum, a venue we haven't been in a little... Two uh, years. Yeah, in about two years. Yes. So what were your expectations coming in? Were you there at the last 500 Shaw show? This is actually down? my first uh, 500 Shaw show. <laughs> so you were not there at the last known sighting of a oh. certain... Uh, <laughs> former champion. Oh, no, I was not there. At the last sighting, actually, um, he, didn't even, he didn't even show up like in the ring. Post, ano, post match lang. Okay, because <laughs> he couldn't feel his legs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so w- what are your expectations heading into traffic? See, every time there's a PWR show, uh, that it's not that's not one of your main shows. No, it's not Revo X. It's not that. It's, it's a big four. It's a big four. Yeah, it's not one of the big four shows. Uh, it's almost like you're doing a. Raw, a raw show sure, or sure. a live show if you're going to make a WWE equivalent and sure. so understandably these shows have a smaller audience mm-hmm. um, I didn't uh, feel that Traffic was any different even with the Hatchy title mm-hmm. which I love by the way the whole comparison to Roadblock and to uh, and Traffic and Traffic right? I don't think it was that intentional but but it was pretty really, it was pretty good though it wasn't hmm. as obvious as people uh, might have thought it was, but at the same time it was a smaller venue, uh, it was a different venue I think it was a back is it at the banquet hall or events hall yes pang debut rin. pang debut with all the white the, the white streamers and the look but it's actually to me it has great acoustics I like the acoustics mm. of the venue mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. the. Uh, I, People were talking about the lighting. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I was in the back, so I couldn't really notice it. Mm-hmm. But all in all, I think mm-hmm. PWR does a good job of putting up energy, no matter how small or how big an audience is. Um, it says a lot about the performers. It says a lot about the crew that they are able to uh, keep up with the standards, no matter the size. Mm-hmm. So good job, guys. Thank so. You. Uh, I think in lighting, one of the uh, one of the I guess comments about the lighting during that show was how the strobe lights were pretty distracting. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, sayo wala naman yung Yeah, yeah. Show. No, because from where I was seated, I was pretty much in the last row behind mm-hmm. the back, ring, back row, back row na talaga. Eh. So to put it in perspective, I was mm-hmm. seeing a lot of backs. 
nung sa wrestlers ah, in the ring. Okay. But at the same time, I also saw straight ahead into the entrance ramp. I really like the entrance ramp idea because it really gave mm. uh, a WWE, WCW feel to it. Yeah. Uh, elevated, right? Yeah, the stage looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah it, it, it looks pretty good. Now, if the lights were distracting, I get that. But also at the same time... You can't even see it. From where <laughs> I was, uh, I was <laughs> standing, I uh, it actually it looked pretty solid. All right, all right. Okay, so there were uh, there were like 11 matches on the card. I understand now you weren't there for the first pre-show match. The very first pre-show match, I was not there. Yeah, yeah. so it was Capitan PWR versus Brad Cruz. So we can skip over that because yeah. you weren't there. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, let's get to Cuatro Makata and the setup for Cuatro versus Supremo at yes. RevoX. This is actually one of the most uh, ridiculous, if not interesting, storylines ever. Cuatro facing off against uh, the... Uh, secret order of trabajadores. Right? They're, they're the, the big boss. The, and they're the big, big boss. Bad, right? The big uh, bad of the council. Trabajadores Supremo. Anyway, um, I like Makata in this match. I think he should ditch his rapping gimmick and try to side with the shadow. <laughs> shadow! 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 Yes. Because he looked so strong in this match. Mm. I swear, he, like, he jumped Cuatro and he was able to do a lot of p- p- uh, punishment mm-hmm. before, of course, you know, Pato being the actor that he is, got mm-hmm. getting the hand of him. But he looked really strong in this match, so good job, Makata. <laughs> Wait, uh, so if, he, if he's not a rapper, what would he be? What would, would you like be, to see him as? He would be the, the unmasked trabajador. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's better than, like, generic canto boy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, because, I mean, the Kakai bros are already there, <laughs> Can't the boy was in our hype beast? Uh, is there a difference? Yeah, yes, 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 there is a difference. 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 Yes, <laughs> Sa ano pa sila? Like, um, bis- behind SM North? Okay, I think we've fleshed oh, out the joke yes. too much. Yes. Alright, let's move on to the main show. Uh, it was a tag team championship which opened the show. A uh, tag team championship match, I mean. Uh, John Sebastian and Crystal versus... Uh, crap, I'm forgetting them. The ah, network. the network. Uh, good to see Idol back, let me just say. We missed him over the last show, Pathful. He was not there, but interesting interaction between... Uh, Idol and the Flat Earther Peter Versosa. Ang alam ko kasi ang pyramid three-dimensional shape yun, hindi yan flat eh. At ang alam ko kasi ang nag-networking sila yung nandaloko eh. Hindi sila nagpapaloko. So, I don't know why mm. Idol fell into the whole Flat Earth part mm. of this. Uh, but it's an be- online segment. Yeah, <laughs> but before that, the match itself mm. uh, looked pretty good. If anything, the only thing I can comment on is John Sebastian's fascination with the low blow <laughs> is equivalent to that of Shinsuke Nakamura. It's like they said... Why have, am I not surprised? They have the same <laughs> level of amazement on their face every time they throw a low blow. It's so entertaining. Uh, but it was a good match. I mean, the champs were the champs. They proved why they are the champs. Uh, the network put up a fight. Fortunately, things got a little, you know, uh, messy and flat earthy. But uh, <laughs> okay. more about that later. More about that later. Yes. Uh, what do you think about uh, John Sebastian and Crystal defending their tag team championships against the Punk Dolls? That is actually, I think that match uh, got a little too personal, a little too heated than it was supposed to be. Okay. With mm-hmm. the uh, with John Sebastian having it out for the LGBTQ community. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. He ha- used to have highlights in his hair. So. <laughs> did he? Wait, no, he didn't. No, 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 no he did not, sir. He did. No, 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 no. As far as I know, he doesn't have any work okay. done on his hair. No. Yeah. Anyway, I'm it's a... just really nice and shiny, flowy yeah. and okay. shiny. Okay, then my mistake. Uh, but at the same <laughs> time, <laughs> that's true. Though. That's true. Uh, at the same, but at the same time. Uh, I think that he just spilled gasoline on the fire that is the punk dolls. Pang mas nag-init si Robin and si Martivo 
because they have a lot more to prove now. They they are the underdogs. They are the marginalized tag team. They're the tag team that's been overlooked for quite some time, even though they are both extremely talented. Mm. And they got their opportunities, right? Yeah, they got their opportunities. Martiva and Robin have had multiple opportunities at both as a tag team and as singles competitors. So, who's to say that this might be the one chance they need? Or maybe, you know, something else happens. Might be their Revo X moment. Yes. All right. Uh, next up from the Tropic card was the tag team match between the Kakai Bros and my team, Main Max and the Apocalypse. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> How do you feel about first <laughs> Apocalypse joining? I, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know if, if Stan should... Still be a manager after this. Oh, <laughs> 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 to be fair, Mr. C, Mr. we didn't C. lose. C. It was a double DQ. Uh, well, double count we both fucking lost. Technically, a tie. No one wins. Both of you yeah, lost. nobody won. Nobody, nobody won. won. You were both disqualified. <laughs> yes, so nobody exactly. wins. <laughs> It's not, like you pin, it's not like there are there, two pins here. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't make sense. Also, um, I don't know. It was an interesting choice. Uh, Mr. C started the show out very impassioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually had a hard time following where he was going with the crab mentality gimmick. But it got to where it needed to go. And yes. it, he made it personal for Main Max. Um, I feel that this combination of Mr. C and Main Max works well because Main Max doesn't have to rely on Mike's skills. Um, mm. I don't feel like he has strong enough Mike's skills. Okay. Uh, that's just my opinion. But at the same time, Mr. C... Not a wrestler, wrestler, but has Mike skills. So uh, that combination very reminiscent of Heyman and Lesnar. Okay. Okay. Or uh, of all the other manager wrestlers uh, of the past. At the same time, I still had a hard time wondering who uh, Main Max's partner was. I mm. almost thought, almost thought that he was going to have a Nicholas moment. And bring, his son, <laughs> and bring his son out as the <laughs> tag team partner. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not, you know, it's not a good enough idea to do that after, right after Nicholas did. Yeah, exactly. Plus, there were no championships on the line, so yeah. I don't think it would have made a whole lot of sense. Yeah, okay. So, so, yes, but bringing out the Apocalypse might have looked like the next best thing, but you have to remember, the Apocalypse doesn't play well with others. Yeah. It, it, he showed it when he had to tag in that six-man with Mike Madrigal and that's exactly. And while they won that match, sure... And also imploded halfway through it, so okay. it may, it didn't make a lot of sense for me, you know, to have to choose Apollo. As devastating as he is, he's an untamable monster. Okay, okay. What about the Kakai Bros? What do you think of their performance in that match? The Kakai Bros did their job. I mean, they put up a hell of a fight, considering that they faced two behemoths. They mm. faced two guys who could easily destroy them, right? But they did their job. They are. There is a reason why cockroaches are pretty hard to kill. Oh. <laughs> There's a very big reason for that. And they, and they did their job, you know? All right. Bacteria will survive us all. It will outlive us all, rather. Speaking of cockroaches, I think that's the same thing Redrick Mahaba would say about Chris Panzer. Yes. So we got the setup for what is most likely going to be a Mahaba Panzer showdown at RevoX. Yes. So what do you think about that back and forth between the two of them on the mic? It was a rare uh, Panzer promo. We don't really yeah. see him do the mic thing. Cannot remember the last time. I actually cut. cannot. I, yeah. was, I was watching this and I can't remember the last time I saw Chris Panzer uh, do a live promo that wasn't pre-recorded. That wasn't uh, in Aftershock. No, yeah. he, he was on the mic no September show when I recruited him for Team C. Was he yeah, on the mic? Barely. Yeah, he barely, was on the yeah, yeah. He didn't do this whole spiel, though, right? Yeah, you know, he didn't really do a speech or whatever. He just basically said, yes, yeah, I accept. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that was I mean, that was the question. That's just a one sentence. Not even a sentence. Yeah. Right? So for him to do this whole thing is actually very, very impressive. Um, the thing with Mike work for me, I feel, is like t- you have to make it your own or else it'll come off as inauthentic. Take a look, Mommy, I'm going that's such a non doer comment. Can you justify <laughs> your comments by letting, reminding everyone of your expertise? I am a stand up comedian, so I feel like <laughs> point of view plays a, a huge deal. In whatever sort of mic work that you do, whether when you have to in, deconstruct yes. it like this, all right, right. All right. Whether whether you're in a ring or on stage or even Open you know as, as Stan does his radio thing, it's always got to be a unique point of view and and, and and an authentic point of view. And I feel like even if it wasn't his strongest promo, yeah. the fact that he was able to make it 
his the fact own, that he had a promo. The fact that he even had a promo that it was oh. in his own voice, that was said by him in his own words. It was very, very impressive. I think you uh, with with Chris Panzer, like it's easy naman to look at him physically and tell that he's got a lot of heart oh, yeah. as a yes. character. Yes. I mean, it is easy to look at him physically. No, yeah, uh, where I was going was that <laughs> when he starts speaking and he gets caught up in the moment, yes. he mm-hmm. tends to just uh, forget yes. to show the emotion. Also, he feels like it, it. To me, it felt at first that he was uneasy. Yes, there. That's what I was trying to get he, at. He uh, didn't feel like he's not. He's a doer, not a talker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? That's and I mean, that's part of the character, and yeah. I think it's also him trying to accentuate his strengths and yes. minimize the weaknesses, right? Right, so what you hear in the background is Camus like carelessly pressing something. Yeah. Sorry, watching on, on Infinity his phone. War on his phone. Nick, I love your cooking lessons. Evil Ovi. I've not seen those though. <laughs> well, now you have something to look for online later. <laughs> All right, so, so going back to Chris Panzer, I think uh, as a general point of improvement for anyone who's, uh, as you said, uneasy on the mic, I think it's just new repetitions. Yes, yes. Uh, trying to get those reps in, trying yes. to get used to the feeling of addressing a yes. crowd. And at the same time, it's not just addressing a crowd, but also talking to your yes. kausa. Yeah, yeah. But, but he, did, he did all right. Yeah, he did all right for his first try. First, I mean, first, first in a while. First, yeah. One, no, no, I really cannot remember his yeah. last promo. Oh, we'll, we'll find the answer. We'll Someone find, will, yeah. will tag Somebody us. Somebody will correct this, us. Lance. The IWC will go after us. Lance, after, yeah. Tan Ong. Okay, so, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but whenever you guys, a little pro tip here, whenever you guys try to need the to practice something by talking to yourself in the mirror. Oh, that's true. It, it, it works. It sounds ridiculous. You look crazy, but repetition helps. And in the first place, like cutting a promo is kind of like a crazy person thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like exactly. when you call someone out in front of an arena full of people, yeah. it's pretty much a crazy yeah. person thing uh-huh. to do. Exactly. I know you're in the back, but... <laughs> so yeah, so well, I'm trying to difference there. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, so right. yeah, moving on. Okay, next up, we had a tag team match between the Punk Dolls and Zayden and Bolt, and the stipulation, which we we later find out, was the loser must disband. Well, yeah. it was announced online. That stipulation was announced online. Uh, well, it was. Yes. Yeah, it was. Uh, okay, it okay. Was. So, what did you think about the result? Now, Zayden and Bolt had to disband. Oh man! First of all, the match itself, I felt, was one of the hardest hitting PWO matches in a long while. So mm-hmm. you felt the urgency from the characters yes, from involved. both of them, from throwing all these shots, from taking all these bumps. Robin took that suplex outside or to the side of yeah, the the apron, on the apron, on the, the apron, apron, right? We hear it all the time uh, in the WWE that side that part of the ring is the hardest, most unforgiving part. Mm-hmm. Where's the uh, lie? Huh? There is no there lie. Is no there lie. is no lie, right? It hurts. It, it hurts because that's the edge of the wood that's supposed to be the ring. Well, it, sometimes it's also a bracket. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. oh yes, sometimes it's also, it's also a bracket. bracket. So when you take a bump there, you'll feel it for days. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying this as a as an as expert. Someone who bumps. <laughs> But I can, I've hit myself on metal a few times. Okay. <laughs> I have experience with getting hit by metal. <laughs> I think I know what I'm talking about. Being, being a large, clumsy oaf, I have a, an idea of what getting hit by metal feels like. So uh, to even take a suplex on that is unimaginable pain. Props to Robin. A lot of respect Props going to Robin, after her. Seriously. She's psychotic. Yeah, she's she definitely is. one of the crazier she members of the roster. Robot. To the highest level. My She's a fucking wish, Terminator. My death wish yung babaeng yan. But at the same time, there is a sense of urgency from both tag teams. And while it was sad to see Bolt and Trudeau have to break up, I feel like both of them would still be able to shine. Or maybe shine even more as singles competitors. Mm. Which because actually gets brought up again later. Mm. Yes, which gets brought up again later. They are both incredibly very versatile very well gifted athletes so mm. whatever they plan to do in the future I just have high hopes for them who do you think wins the breakup though <laughs> this early on who do you think wins the breakup you're basically asking Chino to identify the Marty Janetti <laughs> without explicitly <laughs> saying it yes. I want to say Trudeau Trudeau what wins the breakup wins the breakup the breakup okay but, but might be premature because Bolt has proven me wrong before. Okay, all right, he all right. is proven to be tougher than he looks. Nisha, typical weebo. <laughs> he's a very he's a weeb, but he's, he's very typical. hardcore, very hardcore, very durable weeb. Okay, all right. Moving on uh, was a grudge match between Peter Versosa and Revo Ranger. Yes. Do you want to talk second? about this match now, or do you want to lead into the six way? Let's talk about this match now. Yeah. Okay. okay. 
Or you know what? Let's lead in. Why not? Yeah. Let's lead okay. in. So the Peter versus and Revo Ranger feud ultimately blends in with so many other feuds like the Peter Idol AB3 feud, yeah. the uh, Vlad Sinsik Nintendo feud, and it uh, comes to a head at Revo X in a six-way ladder match for the All Out War Championship. So, All Out War match, ladder match. Oh, sorry. Yeah, six-way All Out War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking about NXT. I mean, it was that good, but you know. I don't think I Academy. Thanks for the catch, Camus. Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna be allowed to like <laughs> jump off ladders or anything for that matter. Mm. So okay, so it's a six-way all-out war match for the AOW Championship, and then you have those six characters I mentioned. So <laughs> actually, yes. Actually, yes. Okay. Hey, we're not gonna talk shit about I Academy. We no, love Ayakami. No, I'm not talking about it. Outstanding glad you guys got that venue back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sure. an outstanding educational facility. Uh-huh. So anyway, let's move on. Yeah, I. <laughs> I, f- I feel like that uh, all-out war match was very, very chaotic, more chaotic than it had any right to be because all these guys, it didn't make sense for me to see uh, people who didn't have any, like Siri Versosa and Idol coming out. They didn't really have any investment in this feud. They mm-hmm. just decided to cross, stir some shit up, mm-hmm. which makes sense in an uh, all-out war type of scenario. But mm-hmm. then again, there still has to be some uh, meat behind the story. Some structure. Right? 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 Some right? sense behind it story-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I am interested in the outcome of the six-man tag, if anything. Well, six-man. Six-man. Oh, not one. Sorry, not tag. Six-way. Six-way match. Six-pack. Six-pack challenge. Challenge of sorts. Yes. But it's interesting for me to see, number one, because I think this is the most... Uh, men PWR has had in one match. Um, no, we had the eight man gauntlet. Mm. You had yeah, a gauntlet. No, gauntlet. had the path gauntlet. of gold match. Obviously. Well, I mean that doesn't count because it's path of gold. Yeah. Yeah. Royal Rumble Union. But like in Six a single man. match, well, um, so yeah, the gauntlet, one pinfall. Ah, uh, anyway, uh, I guess, I guess. Right? Yeah, I think this would qualify. Right, this might be up there in a single. So the stakes are higher. Mm-hmm. You know, you, as a champion, you lose your champion's advantage. Completely. Completely, because it's also all-out war. Uh-oh. But uh, Vlad Sintzik is crazy. Probably the craziest person in all of PWR. Mm-hmm. So mm. to recap, like your <laughs> thoughts on this are you like how unpredictable this could be, but at the same time, you find it puzzling how all these storylines got uh, intersected, but you don't know why. Yes, exactly. It's like, it's, like they threw, it's like they threw everything in that there's no place on the main card of Revo X. Uh-huh. Okay. So like ah, may feud pa tayo dito na tala, but it doesn't have a place on the card. <laughs> Let's just dump everybody in the pool, right? Uh, and see where this goes, you know. Without it, it being a battle royale. Yeah, without it being a battle royale, without without with it having to have some stake mm. in the overall story, because the the championship is on the line. <coughs> right, right. For all we know, Vintendo might walk away with the belt mm. yeah. Le- legally this time, legally. Rightfully. Rightfully. Right? So, who knows, right? But it, it, it's interesting. I I will give this this arc a chance to develop a little. Okay. So, yeah, next, uh, after the intermission, you had the three-way between JDL, Dax, and Sandata. I actually had high hopes for this match, and this match did not disappoint. Uh, all three men are incredible athletes, but uh, two of the competitors... Uh, Sandata and Dax uh, both hold victories over JDL. Mm-hmm. Uh, online, we've been seeing Jake Delon go through uh, identity crisis of sorts. Mm. Many with, faces of madness. Yes, with Walishman Bango uh, speaking to him. <laughs> in, in her? Her? In her? her? Speaking him? to him, no, to JDL. Him. Oh, speaking to JDL, yes. Oh, yes, yes. I, like, I thought he was having a sexual identity crisis. No, I was, was going to say, the Walis no. is... What is the Walis' gender? What is the Walis' gender? How does it self-identify? Okay, so, yeah. So, the Walis Pempenko has been trying to win JDL back. If that makes sense. Kulang na lang may Twitter account si Walis. Yes, anyway. um, And Sandata and Dax, frenemies. They, they are rivals. Each other's best rivals, if I can even make that argument. Ooh. Because they... Really? I agree. I, I would have to say, because they are good athletes on their own, but every time I've seen them in a match with each other in Path of Gold, mm-hmm. if I'm not... Or their, all of their recent interactions. Yes, all of their recent interactions always invo- involve some sort of one-upsmanship. Okay. okay. We've seen it in Path of Gold. We've seen it in this triple threat. 
they are friends still. It doesn't mean they're not friends. But sometimes, you know, friends bring out the best in each other. I sure. Mean, so would you buy, like, an Eddie Ray-type match at Revo X between Sandata and Dax? I would. I would. Like a, like a rubber match. Interesting. Almost. All right. A rubber match between Sandata and Dax would be interesting to see. As for JDL, after the match, he'll cut a promo and out comes his next challenger for Revo X, another Filipino-Canadian in Zayden Trudeau. <laughs> yes. He's got a thing for those Phil-Canadians. All right. Mm-hmm. Something about JDL, Revo X, and Canadians. Right. So what are your thoughts on this matchup heading into Revo X? No I, I actually have high hopes for this one as well. Trudeau is a star on the rise. Uh, oh, yeah. He is coming from a loss, unfortunately. But like I said, this could just mean great things for him. I Rebound. Did, I did pick him as the HBK of the two. Sure. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> I am not wrong. Uh, I don't think maybe so. he spent. If you're wrong, I don't know. I do it every day anyway. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Literally, you are eating shit. <laughs> Literally, shit, man. But, uh, yeah, you know, maybe maybe Trudeau springboards his way all the way to, you know, the next level in this match. Who knows? The JDL level. The JDL level. JDL keeps saying that he brings people up to the JD level. level. Let's, let's see what he does with say that. That needs to be on a shirt. That needs to be on a shirt. Oh no! You're giving him another idea for yet another shirt. <laughs> hey, he's got the most shirts on the roster. Oh, okay. Well, okay. some of them are just you know one color, time and colorway colorway changes. All right. <laughs> uh, last two matches before we end the review. You got the Yolo Twins versus TDT ECX leading into the six man tag at Revo X. That one featuring Robin Sane on the side of the Yolo Twins and a mystery partner for the Three Enverse. Well, it was it wasn't it's Rob, Robin Sane and Frankie Thirteen. Frankie Thirteen, an injured Frankie Thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Having to uh, drag his friend in. Actually, there's so much to unpack here. So I think I want to start by asking you about the MWF involvement. What do you think about? MWF storylines crossing over into PWR because hey, the, the, the Frankie 13 injury is, yes. uh, is, For, is residual from the Rex Lowen match yes uh, I'm not really versed in MWF lore and uh, you weren't at that show I wasn't at that show I've only seen one MWF show but I am versed well uh, I know the wrestlers um, well enough to know who they are that, who they are at least and to know and to see them on social yeah <laughs> and, and you know I talk to them outside of the ring you know some of them. Um, I too, being friendly and shit. <laughs> what can I say? He's a, jolly, he's a, he's a nice guy. No, there's a, a lot of cheating over here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah it was just April 25th, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was just Miss Congeniality Day. So, anyway, we were, uh, we were, I saw that online too, but anyway. Yeah, okay. We, I know Frankie 13 to be a tough dude. So, when he has to bow out due to an injury, you know he's really hurt. Um, at the same time, I don't really know how Robin mm. Zane Zane plays into this because last I checked, he was on the opposite side of things. And he, he sort of saved his friend from killing himself. Yeah, basically. right. So basically, yeah. Well, but I mean, Frankie Thirteen didn't even want the match. He just he just got himself involved, and when EC, EC, uh, ECX and TDT told him to put up or shut up, he dragged Robin Zane into. So maybe this is MWF's way of making themselves felt um, in this in, in this uh, promotion. In which this is, crossover episode of a which promotion. Is, which is good because I always love it when I see different companies working with each other. Mm-hmm. I like to see different wrestlers mix it up. You know, different styles mix it up. And so, I, if anything, I am very, very curious to find out who uh, their third man will be in the three inverse. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe... Well, maybe well. maybe Camus makes his debut. Maybe. Well, I did want to ask, how did you feel about the actual match before we get to the result? Oh, oh the match we talked about the result and the aftermath, but how did you feel about the match? The match is actually it was actually good, better than it had any right to be, and here's why. I think the Yolo Twins are the best tag team mm. in PWR. Yeah. Okay, of all time. Okay. Oh, oh, whoa. Already? They, because they've been <laughs> for short years. I, I think that's just. I mean, who are. It's a stretch, okay, but I. Really off the top of my head, I don't really know of any other tag team. Well, but, you had Fighters for Hire, the Punk Dolls, mm-hmm. Zayden and Bolt. Uh, I mean, not counting, not counting the, the one. Royal off. Flush. <laughs> the Royal Flush. Uh, in Royal Flush? In its multiple <laughs> iterations. iterations. Yeah, yeah, the network. Okay, the network. Okay, fair. But again, Yellow Twins, former champions. They've also beaten uh, tag teams from different countries. A tag team from different country. Yeah. Right? 
Did they? Did they do something? They lost to the regime. Oh, they lost to the regime. Okay, yeah. so I, I retract that? my previous and, statement. And, and those gentlemen still listen to this podcast, sir. I retract the previous statement uh, to the British folk. You're never going to uh, get into London but, on this. But, no, seriously, I feel like they are willing to do whatever it takes as a tag team. Mm. Whether underhanded or cleanly, they are supremely talented and they are willing to do whatever it takes. They are cutthroat. I never th- thought that I would see ECE, ECX and TDT take it to that level because I always knew them for their antics. I always knew them for their online uh, personas. Mm-hmm. Never thought I'd see them wrestle the way they wrestled that match. And I think they put up one hell of a fight until, mm. of course, unfortunately, Frankie 13 got involved. Do you think that this will continue being a comedy angle given the players involved? Like, you know, we know that the Yolo twins aren't exactly comedy players. Yes. But uh, Tri and, and Evan Carlo. Yes, they are. They are, right? Right? So do you think this will turn into a comedy angle? Pa rin? May evolution back on I I think so. I think this will stay a comedy angle. Oh, okay. Um, because, because I don't see any pressure from both teams to go after any sort of title shot. Hmm. Okay. So... Now, Sorry, sorry. Okay, so yeah, I don't, I don't really see them mm. pressured to go after a title shot. Okay, uh, they're 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 complacent at where they are right now. So H- how do you say that? Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, were you saying complacent regarding what regarding? Okay, na sila, kung nasasila ngayon. Parang no stakes involved. They, there are no there are no stakes involved. Exactly. They just okay. It's, it's a match. You do you go to work. You go to work and you do your best, diba? Para, Sure, sure. No, they're good at now because complacent has that undertone. Yeah, no, 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 I didn't mean it that it's, way. It's right? more... It's, a, it's a poor choice of words. Yeah, so more of they're happy where they are. Yes, yes, okay. happy where they are. Okay, last question on this angle before we move on. Will you eat shit if Camus is the third guy? <laughs> I will eat shit live on Skype <laughs> at whatever time this match takes place. If Camus is the third guy. Damn, now I want Camus to come out. <laughs> Chino for you! It better be It if, better be cow shit If Camus is the third guy I will eat human chocolate sauce <laughs> <laughs> right, Trian, Trian, you heard that huh? You heard that Trian Okay, we talked about Nintendo and Vlad Sinsik In the earlier part So let's shit get bro. to Let's get to the main event Yeah Main event was a six-man tag On the face side You had Ken Warren Chris Panzer And Miguel Rosales taking on the heel team of Frederick Mahaba, Ralphie Mabayashi, and Mike Madrigal. You, I, you know, I wasn't surprised that this match started the way it started. Mm-hmm. Chaotic. Uh, chaotic. You put a lot of people who hate each other in one match, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Uh, it happened a lot earlier than expected, but it still happened. You know, it took a while for everybody to get back in the ring. I thought this match wasn't even going to, to happen anymore because it took so long for everybody to compose themselves. But... As soon as they did, man, people uh, people did what they were supposed to do. They performed their best. They put up a show, and they did their jobs. And it was it was pretty to watch. I have to say that the rivalry between uh, Mike Madrigal and Ken Warren it's it seems deeper than it's than it is. Like on paper, you know that that Warren lost. Uh, that Mike Madrigal won his title in the APCC tournament that put. Ken Warren out for a while, mm-hmm. right? If I'm not long mistaken. while, long, long while, while, right? He he disappeared for a good three yeah, shows. Yeah, no, for the rest of the year. For almost. the rest of the year, almost. see. So yeah. it, so he disappeared for a while, and in that time, I'm pretty sure Ken Warren felt that he that Mike Madrigal was holding on to his championship. He is a former PHX champion, after all. All right. So uh, since we're talking about Ken Warren and Mike Madrigal, do you feel that this PHX Championship match is main event worthy? Yes, I Ooh. feel that it is. These Good are, questions. They are young guys, okay? They are actually very, they are actually very entertaining to watch. Okay, in singles match, in singles matches of their own. Uh-huh. Uh, Ken Warren is very charismatic. Uh, Mike Madrigal talks a lot of shit in the ring. Mm-hmm. So, so to he see, backs it up too. Yeah, but he backs it up, backs too. It up so too. So to see this contrast of styles, you know, the more high flyery, uh, faster Warren versus a harder hitting Mike Madrigal, a striking Mike Madrigal, is I I want to see this to unfold. So okay, um, you have the co-main event as well, which is the PWR Championship match, Rafael yes. Mabayashi and Miguel Rosales. Towards the end of the main event, uh, we had the segment where. 
uh, John Sebastian and Ralph Umabayashi worked together so that while Miguel Rosales gets his championship match at Revo X, it comes with the risk of him getting fired yeah. if he loses that match. So what do you think about that, about the stakes this, that they've added? This is actually, <clears throat> excuse me, this is actually where Mr. Uh, John Sebastian, the current GM, owner, whatever, the head, the head honcho, uh, in that charge, guy. yeah, that guy uh, comes into play, and not John Sebastian the wrestler, because at least he flexed a little bit here. He was able he to flexed a lot. He, sir. he was able to trick a heated, a very heated Miguel Rosales into signing this contract. Um, he knew that Rosales wasn't going to be thinking straight; that he just wanted to get his hands on Ralph Imabayashi, and by doing so, you know, they might actually have a chance. To not only keep Ralph's title, not only keep Ralph's title, but also get rid of a problem. All right. So, uh, story-wise, which has more gravitas to you, the PWR Championship picture or the PHX? Story-wise, it has to be the PWR Championship because there's there's a there's a man's livelihood on the line. Okay. <laughs> I think that's that fair. man has yeah. a family. Yeah. Like, that man does have a family. He does have a family. He has a family. He has a wife. He has a wedding ring on for Okay. So uh, uh, for, for the match, just to sum it up, what did you think of that six man? That six man was good. Uh, it was it was good to see. Uh, it it seemed a little one sided because there's two champions on one side and two challengers on the other. But at the same, and then you have their friends. And their friends, right? Their their sidekicks. I want to say sidekicks. Side, Panzer is not a sidekick. Panzer is not a sidekick. Yeah, I just realized Panzer was on the other side. But Redrick Mahaba is not a sidekick either. He's a partner. He's a partner. Okay. But yeah, I went anyway. Uh, sidekick again. No, okay. They're they're entourages. Sidekick is one degree they, above henchman. <laughs> yeah. You have to remember that, sir. Okay. They okay. are equal partners. They are equal partners. They are loving equal, equal partners. partners. On okay. this, with the same social standing. Yeah, okay. 2018, everyone. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't want to sweat. I really don't. So, okay. Uh, are, are, uh, anything else about the main event picture of both tra- uh, Traffic and Revowex that you want to touch on? I, all I'm saying is I'm, I really hate that I have to miss this. No, <laughs> we will. We will. You because will find the live results on Smart yes. Henry. Yeah, but he can't watch Be- anything. I can't watch anything. But I'm just gonna I want to see this wrestling unfold. I want to know who the I want to know who, who the, the third, third man, man is. is. <laughs> I want to know who you want to eat. I, I want to know if more is gonna go down the way it's supposed to. You I want to eat know the what shit burrito. Yeah, I want to know if shit tastes good. I want to know all these things, man. But more importantly, I want to see. Warren and and my Miguel face off. I want to know if Miguel Rosales keeps his job. All right, you'll have to excuse Camus for coughing up a storm here. So if you didn't catch uh, whatever Chino last said, just Sorry. hit him up on Twitter. Uh, okay. He's gonna eat shit. Okay. Uh, so last thoughts on traffic before we let you go. So what was your spot of the night? Who was your wrestler of the night? And who was your match of the night? So my wrestler of the night has to go to Jake DeLeon. Jake DeLeon was able to overcome his demons. Mm-hmm. Got rid of when he spent time club. Everybody to the Jake DeLeon level. Okay. Okay. Sp- How about spot of the night? Spot of the night has to go to Vlad Sensei. Oh, okay. When oh, okay. he took that risky dive. Very uh, risky dive. Very risky dive. The, Which one? That put his neck on ah, the that line. one. Oh, shit. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, that one. On, that note, on that note, I want to ask you, should people dive at 500 show? No, please do not do that ever. Please, there is no room for you to die. I was surprised that he did it. And I was even more surprised he landed that the way he did. Oh my God, I thought nobody... Everyone who dived this show did not end well. Yeah, no, nobody should dive at venues. These seats are so close and people are not smart enough to move away. (laughs) You're all cannon fodder. Yeah, I mean, you know, people people see you know people uh, people see the wrestler at, on the outside getting ready to and, take the dive, and then and the young boys get in the way. Tell them move, bitch, get out the but way. But people don't move. They bring out their cell phones. Ha! Please, God, Idiots, these are all of you. I think we need barricades though. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, no. Um, that's the next investment we got to make. <laughs> barricades and you know, no. Someone told me our friend Imon. Uh, or I believe it was uh, it was a coworker of mine said that we should really invest in not just barricades but also safety uh, mats, pads, safety yeah, mats. Yes, 
uh, on the outside. Yeah, I mean, ROH can for, afford for, for that. Venues like, yeah, for venues like 500 Show. Yeah, because it... Or yeah. Photon. Yeah, yeah, photon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Places like that. It's not hardwood, so it's it's not as forgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to be a large, clumsy oak yeah. to know the that shit no. hurts. I, you, you can just fall on your ass a bunch of times and try and tell me. But anyway... push you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, match of the night. Ma- match of the night has to go to uh, the Punk Dolls and to Dolly Ball. Uh, okay. They put up one hell of a match. Um, they really wanted that title shot. They really, they really p- pulled out all the stops. Kudos to the Punk Dolls. I wish them all the best. Come, now, okay, before uh, we end the review, what would your grade be this show? So, like, do you have any what, additional points scale. for improvement? And then do you have a scale? And what grade would you give Traffic? I would give Traffic a solid B. Okay. Okay, uh, sure. That would be... Uh, it's a good grade. Solid grade for what you guys had. Uh, minor technical difficulties aside... Strobe light aside. Strobe light aside. Uh, bad times aside. I guess you could say this was still a great show. I, I was still glad that I was able to catch it. I almost did not. But I was glad I was able to catch it. Kung ikaw ba na seizure sa strobe lights tapos natamaan ka pa sa dive, would you grade us lower? I would, I would, I would not be here if that happened. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Coupled with gout? Yeah. Oh my god! Coupled with gout, I would not even be here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other final notes on on traffic? No, I, I think that's good. I think we covered all the spots, yeah. All right. Thanks, Chino, for another review. And since you're not going to be at RevoX, we hope that we get you back for another review for the June show. Sure. Hey. Or, you know, a phone patch. Or a phone patch. About about the certain a special. S- yeah, it's happening in the Bay Area. At the Palace of Cows. Yes. The first of G. <laughs> the first of G. Yeah, so let us, the, know, let us know how that goes. The, and the first of G. At the palatial, at the palace of, of the bovine. Of cattle. <laughs> the, 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 the castle. The bovine castle. Imbis na gugulin ka namin for a phone patch, magpapa-order na lang kami ng shirt. Oh, tama, tama. Right, right. Hey, I'm in and out. I'll be flying with my dad and he's... Hey, he's balling. Low-key flex, he's a million miler. Yeah, that's why. That means you have a lot of room for the baggage. Yes. Nice. All right. This Take. only extends to the three guys in the room, hey. not to anybody hey. listening. Don't get any smart Screw ideas. Y'all. Hey. Messaging me on Twitter, okay? I will Message charge him at. <laughs> I will charge you triple at Chino Supersize. Hey. All right. There you go, Chino Liao. Thank you once again, and we'll see you when we see you. Yeah. Thanks again to Chino Liao for coming in as usual and sharing with us his insights, his takeaways, and everything in between from PWR Live Traffic. He's going to have a good time in San Francisco. Yep. Unfortunately. Yeah, so he'll be watching the uh, G1 special over there. Mm-hmm. He's going to try. Yeah. Yeah, he is. So as for us, makikibalita na kami as usual. Phone patch, phone patch. <laughs> um, coming up in the next few weeks of the podcast, we've actually got some guests lined up already. Really excited for this. Yes. We're going to be talking to some figures in the local scene. Some you may have heard from before, some you haven't heard from before. So that should be very refreshing uh, to experience here on the podcast. So stick around for that. As for this week, though, we do have to close the episode. So how about we give you our picks of the week? Right? Let me start with mine. The six-man tag, which was the main event of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So you had the club versus... Real, real deep shit. Nakamura deep and Rusev. Shit. Heavy right shit. There, man. Okay, what did I love about Uncle this? Al. The fact that Nakamura just went to a different level of heel just when you thought that he couldn't descend any further. Yeah. So <gasps> the mind games, the attacking Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows... Uh, <sighs> the fact that just two months ago Nakamura's feuding with Rusev Day which is fine now they're all friends deal. because they're all dicks right? it's like mm. wrestling logic well, right even uh. English isn't the biggest dick um, Nakamura <laughs> going for the back of the head mm. which is really cerebral <sighs> in more ways than one because uh, it's more dangerous the base of the skull it's, it's a more fragile part of the, you know the body but you know what Carl Anderson's eaten that before yes Carl Anderson Carl Anderson bullet. has taken it before so many times in the past God bless him correct me if I'm wrong but yes. he, uh, when he was in GBH that was chaos right? so he was a teammate of Nakamura's before no Malibang. not really no I, 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 obviously no, pre-bullet I don't pre-bullet club pre-bullet club no 
Okay. Anyway, they were, they've never been aligned. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I don't know my history. So no, something we, we didn't notice that I actually realized on after this week's episode of SmackDown, uh, the way they did the superstar shakeup was uh, they really got a lot of pieces for Nakamura to work with. Yep. Like former NJPW guys. His, his people he's ran with oh. before. Almas. Um, Almas. Both clubs. His. CMLL past, yeah, yeah, his excursion past, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then it's like you, if you're, if they're building that show to be Nakamura show, perfect. Yeah, actually, uh, SmackDown is very ROH. When yes, you look at the roster, and damning ROH Smackdown alone. SmackDown of Honor, eh? SmackDown of Honor. The past we have AJ Nakamura, Brian Joe, uh, Jeff Hardy, yeah, uh, yes, Shelton Benjamin, yes. right? Well, Shelton. The Bullet Club. Quick. No, Sheldon did a quick run in ROH. Yeah, so yeah. he counts as an ROH yeah, alum, he does, right? He does. So we have all these ROH alumni, which makes yeah, uh, SmackDown have... a very interesting roster right now. Mm. Yeah. Compare that to Raw, which. Eh. Hey, no, Raw yeah, there's right. there's the promise of Drew Galloway and. Bob oh yes, Singer. yes, yes. If nah, you're nah. talking about indie boys. No, I fucking love uh, what Drew Galloway is doing on Raw right now. He is. Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no, no, no. So, um, so edgy, man. We're referring to them by their indie names. <laughs> so smarky of us. Okay, um, my pick. I take Adam Cole, Oni Lorcan from this week's NXT. Really? It was. I liked okay. it. I liked it. It was premature, though. Yeah, no, it was premature. But then the thing is, I always like. I've always enjoyed Oni's. I'm gonna fuck everything up uh, style, and I like where this is going for both of them for Undisputed Era and. Whatever they're calling themselves. Aren't they like the one-two punch or some shit? Because about Oni raises one finger and then Danny Burch raises two. No, Danny Burch is peace sign. Yeah, so one-two punch. One-two punch. And strikers. One and two. And they're strikers. Yeah. I mean, in my head, I've been calling them the one-two punch. Okay. Anyway. My my pick of the week is the 205 Live Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity Gauntlet Because it also runs the entire length of the show. Oh, shit. Yes, it does. All night long show. Nice. Night, it's an all night long match nice. uh, which is the only way to go about it actually when you think about it because um, it's five guys and it works it works uh, the only problem with it is that Kaliso, the freshest guy wins but uh, y- you know it's it's typical uh, gauntlet, gauntlet gauntlet match logic so yeah. it's all great um, each of the five guys were really highlighted some storylines were super advanced so yes. please take, go take a watch of that shit I picked the bad we- the worst oh, week to miss 205 in the NXT and Mustafa, for this I blame Mustafa. Infinity War hey it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no spoilers. No spoilers here. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, but this if you is want, a safe space. If you want people to process it with, you can hit us up. Or at least uh, Camus and me, uh, as of recording, Ro hasn't seen it. But, when you are you know. watching, Ro? I don't know. Maybe tomorrow or maybe over the weekend. So don't message him. Uh, leave him out of it. Spare him. Uh, if you if you need people to really process it with, you can hit, uh, hit us up. Um, we're still trying to come to grips with everything that's happened, for better or worse. Right? With that, on behalf of our guest, Chino Liao, and on behalf of Ro Moran and Raf Camus, my name is Tansi, and that brings us to the end of this week's episode of the podcast. One last note, RevoX tickets. You can already get your discounted Ooh, yes. tickets from yes. anybody affiliated yes. with PWR. Just hit us up, hit up the PWR page, facebook.com slash phwrestlingrevo at PWRofficial on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, and yeah, we hope to see you at iAcademy on May 20 for RevoX. When All is right. the MWF show? May 27th. May 27th, so after pa. No, okay. one week yep. after. Nice, nice. Right, nice. so, boys, send us off. All right, sit down. Be humble. No spoilers. Hey, this is for all my kids stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, dripping, son of a guns. Woo!